0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Older and Boulder Podcast. This is the second episode of the Older and Boulder Podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to continue along that conversation around what it is to be bolder. And this week, I thought I would talk a little bit about having fun with it. And part of that is because in my own journey, um, I found that having fun was really important to taking the bolder actions. And I'll explain a little bit more why. When I've noticed in myself and in my clients and even in my friends and colleagues, those times when we weren't taking those bolder actions, there was resistance and that we didn't want to do it because for some reason we were not finding the pleasure, the enjoyment in it. And really briefly, um, I'm just going to say, we want to feel good when we're doing things. And I'll talk about that more in a a podcast down the road. But I really found this important for myself. And I still come back to this principle for myself quite a bit. So last week, I told you mentioned that I was going to share with you some of the ways this could be a little more fun. And I wanted to start with saying to you, sharing, that part of this was I had to figure out what my ideas of fun were and are. And part of that ideas of fun didn't always fit into being bold. That was just how I thought about boldness had a different feeling to me than having fun. And the other piece one of the other pieces of this was i didn't think of a bolder woman as necessarily a positive thing so i'm going to talk a little bit about that too because that was some of my resistance i discovered was my preconception of what a bolder woman was like and how she was received and how i thought of a bolder woman and Probably the other third part that affected a lot of being bolder for myself was um, I, I was a people pleaser. I still find myself having to navigate this, but it's, it's changed significantly. But when I was very young, um, I was a people pleaser. And being a people pleaser um, wasn't fun. <laughs> and of course, it wasn't bold. So when I finally worked through these three main things and started to like find within myself the fun and a viewpoint of bold being bolder that was more positive, that's when it started to be easier to be bolder. So I mentioned a moment ago that I had particular ideas of fun and being bold and they did not meet up. And part of that is because what I thought being bolder meant was to be more aggressive or to be quote unquote too much, um, or being overpowering or even borderline rude. And that is not at all what I wanted it to be. So that made it much harder to embrace this idea of being bold when I had this preconception that it was all these other things, um, so I, I went through just kind of looking at, was that really kind of true? Were people that were bolder, were they really too much um, or were they being aggressive, um, overpowering or rude? Now, our society has a lot of ideas or in our society, there are a lot of ideas within a lot of, within a number of social groups about what a woman should behave like, how a woman should be. And... We are all completely entitled to our opinions about that and our own belief systems. But for me, what I found was that those beliefs, those those mores, those um, ways of behavior were not compatible with taking bolder action and they didn't feel right to me. And so I started to just rethink about what's bolder. Is it too much it wasn't for me. Was it being aggressive? And I started looking at, at what I might think of in the past as being too aggressive. And it was actually standing up for oneself or taking a stand that was um, supportive or even just sharing you know, an honest truth. Was it overpowering not really for the women I was looking at and thinking about. And I even did look to men and you know how we could have a very long discussion here, but I'm not going to do that, about how we think of men and women differently often when they do the exact same thing. So as I started to look at and evaluate that, I realized being bolder wasn't too much, wasn't aggressive, wasn't overpowering, and it was not necessarily rude. Okay. So that was my first action in looking at what it means to be bold for myself. Now, if I can look at that and and see that it isn't those things, it started to lighten up for me what being bold could be. Because when it gets lighter, it gets closer to being fun. Now, the other thing I mentioned before was, you know, how I had thought about women who were bolder, Know they were different than me. I thought some of them were very avant garde, they were very unique. Maybe they stood out, maybe they had a self expression that was very clear. And you know, off the top of my head, a few very bold women um, that sometimes you know shake up the way we see them and we don't necessarily agree with them are maybe and I'm thinking of performers mostly, share and. Lady Gaga, um, Madonna, you know, th- th- whether or not we believe with uh believe, <laughs> let me backtrack that, whether or not we agree with their beliefs or exactly how they express themselves, they're they are definitely bold because they are being who they are in that moment. So as I started to kind of look at what they were doing and how they were expressing they actually seem to be having fun. They seem to be having a good time being themselves. Was it easy for them? I don't know. I suspect that they had to be courageous. And that I think is a really important thing to remember when you're being bold and you're being brave. And I talked a little bit in the last podcast about courage being a really vital part of being bolder. So this brings me to people-pleasing. The women I just mentioned, Cher, Lady Gaga, Madonna, and so many others, they are not trying to please anybody but themselves. They are not concerned if they rock the boat or say something that um, doesn't make everybody happy. So as I was growing up, and many of you may have gone through this, I adapted a behavior of people pleasing i would maybe say my ice cream was a favorite as everybody else's to be approved of to have um the acknowledgement or acceptance in fact i do remember like sometimes with my ice cream i would say my favorite flavor was the same as somebody else i admired when i was around them i remember being in high school and everybody wanting pepperoni pizza, and I really did not like pepperoni pizza, so I would, you know, say I was allergic, which was a lie, but it was a way of just sort of helping to bring in something else without people disregarding my per- my preference. I think some things may have become easier that way currently, um, but I'm not sure. However, now I realize that. That people pleasing was to be accepted. And I have done, and there's been a, 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 quite a bit of work and what, and being okay with what I liked and what I like to do or the music I wanted to hear. So when we're not trying to people please others, but we're actually working on being bold and stating our own preference and needs, it does take courage. It's a little risky sometimes. It, it means, it, within my own self, I need to accept who I am. I have been working on that. And these are all, you know, topics that can be explored upon down the road. And we might very well do that. So once I got to understanding what my ideas of bold were, and to rethink them, and to have them be lighter, to actually see women who other out in the world who were being bolder and more courageous or avant-garde and even women you know in our history I'm, I'm just pulling up current celebrities but i can think about bold heroic women who've made an impact they were bold i mean we can think about joan of arc who you know disguised her appearance to be part of something bigger and even to not be concerned with people-pleasing, but to show our own preference. All of those really are partnering with courage and love and being a leader and being determined to be yourself in a world that needs you and me to be ourselves in this world. So some of the things that We encounter when we are thinking about how to be bolder, and that might kind of quash this idea of having more fun with it. And by fun, I mean, my definition of fun might be very different than yours. So when I think of fun, I am thinking of more lightheartedness, more enjoyment, more pleasure. That could be that. It's just, I hear music I want to hear, or I'm wearing what I want to wear, or I'm, I'm talking about ideas I really like talking about. So sometimes what happens is there's those thoughts about what will people think, which kind of goes back to that people pleasing. So I, when that thought comes up in my mind, I sit there and let my, remind myself that one of the many possibilities is possibly nothing. Someone may not even care about what I wear or what I like. Somebody may think, oh, well, that's interesting. Somebody may think that's stupid. Well, that's just one of hundreds, if not thousands of possibilities. Someone just may not give it another thought. They go, oh, huh, all right, because here's the reality of the of the thinking, getting concerned about what other people think is that... Most of the time, they are not thinking about you, truly. Most people are thinking the majority of time about themselves. We think about ourselves most of the time. And very little about what someone else is wearing or what someone else is going to, um, other ice cream choice or their pizza preference is going to affect us. So if you ask yourself, how often do I really think about somebody else in any of those regards, it's probably a very small portion of your time. So then I start to ask myself, what do I think is is this bold action that I want to take? Is it funny? Is it silly? Is it wild? And it could be any of those things. And I kind of ask myself, well, is that okay? Is it okay with me if I am a little silly right now? Or if I am kind of funny about this, or am I wild? Is this going to make a statement? And if it makes a statement, how do I feel about that? How do I feel about that? Not what does my neighbor or my in-laws or anybody else think about that. But what do I think about that? Is it something I would like to do? So I start letting myself explore what that boldness might look like. And then how with those with that thinking, how do I want to feel when I'm being bold, when I'm taking action? And I've actually started putting in that feeling of fun. So it could look like being playful or being feeling freedom, maybe um, excitement or amused, confident, maybe being bold means I'm being loving. I'm expressing my love. So with those feelings, there are some activities where we feel some of these feelings and sometimes feel a little less confident and a little insecure about being bold, like dancing in public, uh, saying, speaking in public, saying things that are an expression of our opinion. Sometimes the clothing you're wearing could be that you're sharing ideas, sharing opinions, could be singing in public. Any of those resonate with you about when you've felt like you've been taking bolder or making bolder action. And then think, go back to how do you want to feel when you take that bolder action, when you were dancing in public? Maybe you're... Expressing that yourself, do you want to be feeling freedom and joy and playfulness? I saw this video. I want to bring this up. I saw this great video, and um, it was a a video of a of a person who started dancing at a like music festival, and it was narrated by someone who was talking about how this person became a leader and how they got the others to join in. Because during the video, this one person just starts standing up and dancing on this little hillside that's right up um, opposite of the stage where the music is being played. And they're just doing it all by themselves. And then another person rushes in to join them. And as this goes along, then another couple people join in. And it was like they hit a... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of the word, a a critical mass, if you will, probably not the right word, but a, a, a tipping point of people dancing. And then suddenly so many more people joined in and all because one person decided to take some bold action and dance because they really wanted to dance to the music. Um, I will find this video and I will link it, put the link to it in the show notes. So that person wanted to feel good, felt freedom, maybe felt playful and excited and just started to share and dance. And that helped give almost like a giving permission to another person to be bold also and join in until the point came where, it was easy to be bold and join in and to show up and enjoy that activity. So here's some ideas I have for you about warming up to being bolder. Last week I talked about taking a little baby step and continuing to do baby steps and taking those actions is a great way to keep of that momentum going. And so here's a few other things to add into being bolder in whatever you're doing. So this is the no to low risk addition list. I have three things to talk about. One is enlist a good friend. Now, this is the friend who's not going to poke holes in your in your plan. It's not the friend who might have, you know, God bless us, I'm one of them who kind of has a critical eye sometimes, but also The friend who can be the cheerleader. This is the person who encourages you in everything you do. It actually may be a family member. It could be a teacher, a mentor, but whoever this is, this person is your cheerleader. They are there for you. They encourage you. They're always in to give you the support you need. What you might want to do is if you can't have access to them all the time is maybe have them leave you a voicemail where they're encouraging you. Or if you're together, record them with an app from your phone saying encouraging things. And then when you need those moments of their encouragement, you can play back either the voicemail or the vocal voice recording. So you always have them in your pocket. All right. Number two, practice the thing at home that you're trying to be bolder with. Maybe you're trying to wear some bolder clothing. Maybe it's a little style that feels a little risky to you. Maybe it's your elevator pitch that you're trying to um, get more accustomed to saying. Maybe it's singing. So what you can do is you can practice this w- like uh, using your phone again recording yourself. you could pretend like you're talking to somebody on the phone and saying it. if you have a pet I have two little dogs Maybe you talk to your pet pets often can be really good listeners And like the, the probably most popular one is, practice saying it to yourself while looking in a mirror. And I mean by popular, I mean it's, it's I think, frequently recommended. So you get used to looking at somebody while you do it. That one may feel more risky, um, but while you're doing it, one of the fun little tricks is give yourself a little wink before you start and say, you got this, and try it out. So that's number two, practice at home. Third, try a small dose. If you were wanting to try, um, let's say, a new lipstick shade, just practice wearing it at home a bit so you get used to seeing it on your face. Well, I'm not around other people necessarily yet, but you get used to seeing it and trying it out. Maybe you want to try a new filter on a social media app. Filters are really popular because it's often silly or it's kind of wild. You can try that. You never have to hit publish, but you get to try something different um, from the comfort of your phone. You can save them and not ever publish them. Even hair color. Um, Some of those hair colors are a little wild and crazy, but it can kind of break that mentality of, oh, I don't know if I can do this just to see it. And the more often we get to see something on ourselves, we get accustomed to it singing. If you're not sure about your singing voice, there are plenty of ways to do karaoke on your phone. And karaoke is like an amazing way to accept your voice and and all of its glorious beauty and uh, silliness and whatnot. Because in karaoke, it's almost better if it's bad. I did not know this for a long time, but I was um, informed that whenever we sound less than beautiful in karaoke, it's almost a really great thing. So there's three, three tips on how to kind of warm up to being bolder. One, enlist your good friend, the cheerleader, who encourages you in everything. Two, practice at home so you can see yourself wearing it, doing it saying it, singing it, dancing it, and try to do it in a way that you kind of get to see yourself in that way. And then three, try a small dose. If it's something you're wearing or you're interested in seeing yourself doing it. Oh, I forgot to mention with trying a small dose, maybe say it to a friend or a close group of friends, practice doing it with some people you really trust who will just be there for you. If you want feedback, they're giving you kind, generous, you know, helpful feedback, not critical, hard criticism, but the kind that will allow you to hear it and make the changes you want to make. I would love to hear from you if you can try one of these three things out, one of these three tips out about making it a little more fun by making it a little bit smaller in those small steps again, or if you resonated at all with how you've been thinking about taking and being action about being bolder and being a bolder woman. I would love to hear from you. So there is a, on the Anchor FM podcast, there is a way to respond to the podcast. Or you can send me a note to Krista at KristaOverly.com. I hope that one of these tips will help you take a little bit of a bolder action in this coming week. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, keep shining your light out there into the world. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you heard something helpful in today's podcast, please leave a five-star rating and tell me and other listeners about it in a review. If you leave a five-star review, I'll give you a shout out in a future episode. Thanks again and have a bolder day.